1: Welcome. We're so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the healer. We invite you to get your Bible, get something to take notes with and follow along with us because we're believing God for you to have answers for your life. Something that God would say to you. Amen. And um, we have been on a series Talking about the anointing that abides within you and how to, if I could say this, benefit the greatest yes. from that anointing that's on the inside of you. Right. Well, we've been teaching out of my book called The Price of the Double Portion Anointing. And um, although this is specifically something that's going to be a great blessing to uh, those who are separated under the fivefold ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, it's certainly the, the same truths will benefit and bless every believer. Yes. So that's why we're bringing it to you and teaching out of it because we want to cooperate with God and that which he's made available to us. Amen. Yes. Um, I this This book was written off of something that Um, happened in 2018 when I went to St. Petersburg, Russia. God told me before I went there, He said, I'm going to speak to you when you're over there. And He did. And so Jesus came into my hotel room and talked to me for about an hour. And you say, did you see him? No, not with my eyes, but by word of knowledge, I knew where he was and heard what he said. And it's not just for me, but it's for the body of Christ instruction. That's going to help us be more effective in this last day era that we're in. Amen. And I don't have time every episode to go through and read all that he said to me that night. So we're just taking clips of it that we're able to address in each episode. So what that means, you gotta go back yes. and watch Amen. previous Amen. episodes That's because right. of all the series that I've taught on this broadcast, this one is, it's going to really require the whole of hearing yes. all that he said to me uh, that night to, to, to watch the previous episode. So we just don't want you to miss out on what he said. Um, we know this, that within every believer, the anointing of God resides. Every believer has an anointing that abides within you. And um, it's not an anointing that comes and goes, it's there to abide. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, that anointing is in you. Why is it in there and abiding, not coming and going, but abiding so you can draw on it anytime you need it? You don't have to wait for God to initiate um, power in your direction. He already initiated power in your direction by depositing that, uh, that divine anointing in you. Yeah. So we need to become skillful with that because, although that anointing that is within us, know this, John said there's anointing that abides within you to teach you. That anointing that abides within, it does not increase in measure. Mm-hmm. So the older you get spiritually, the 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 longer you're born again, or the more you develop spiritually, the measure of that anointing that abides within does not increase. Right. It's the same for every yes. believer, right. yes. but there is an anointing that comes upon, uh-huh. and that anointing that comes upon is primarily for those who are set apart in the fivefold ministry offices: right. um, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, or teacher. Mm-hmm. That anointing that comes upon Mm -hmm. is not for the minister himself. Mm -hmm. It's for him to dispense to those he ministers to. It's for the people that he'll minister to. And that anointing that comes upon can be increased. Um, But that anointing that abides within every believer is the same measure for everyone. Now, even if someone stands in a five-fold ministry office, a pulpit ministry that they have, um, they can't for their own personal lives live off that anointing that comes upon. They have to, like every other believer, draw on that anointing that abides within. So every one of us need to know how to be skillful with this anointing that abides within. And because the anointing of God is the power of God, we have to handle power rightly. We have to have some skill with it. Okay. Amen. Amen. So um, I'm going to pick up where I left off from the previous episode. And uh, this is one portion, a small a small segment of what Jesus said to me that night in St. Petersburg, Russia. He said, when Elisha asked for a double portion of the anointing of a, upon Elijah, uh, Elijah told him that he had asked for a hard thing. It was not hard for God, but it would call for a hardness of Elisha toward his mind and flesh. He could not be tolerant toward weakness of his mind and flesh Mm -hmm. if he was to carry a double portion of the anointing. Mm -hmm. Now, as I said, not everyone is is in line for a double portion anointing. Not everyone is going to carry a double portion anointing and not everyone needs to carry a double portion anointing. Mm -hmm. But we know this everyone needs to be skillful toward their mind and their flesh. Amen. Amen. So that's why I'm talking about it. And we've been we've been ministering about keeping the body under. We've, we're now talking about renewing the mind. Romans chapter 12 and verse 1 tells us, Paul is writing. He says, and be not conformed to this world. Mm-hmm. Well, how are we going to keep from being conformed to this world? Because listen, the world has the power to conform yes. you. Yes. Has the power to conform people to yes. it but not the believer if we will be transformed first Mm -hmm. by the renewing of our mind. Rather, we need to be transformed, not conformed. Amen. How does that happen? By the renewing of our mind. Now, that renewing of the mind process means taking on God's way of thinking. Thinking like God. Well, how do you think like God? Well, you have to feed on the Word and then let what you read in the Word dominate how you think and how you respond, how you live every day. Just being able to recite verses of Scripture is not the renewing of the mind. Just reading the Bible is not the renewing of the mind. The renewing of the mind takes place as we become a doer of the Word. That means that we are hold, we, we sow that word in our heart and we let it govern the way we think and we let it govern the way we respond and yes. behave. Yes. Amen. Amen. Um, so the renewing of the mind is a lifelong process, but the further we go in the renewing of the mind, the easier it becomes yes. because you step into a certain flow. Um, if, if I could say this, the number one thing to do in renewing of the mind When you're faced with something, when you're faced with a circumstance, a situation, a conversation, Mm -hmm. when you're faced with thoughts that come against the mind, ask yourself, what does the Word say about this? That's what the renewed mind does. It first thinks, what does the Word say about this? Then you respond in line with that Word. Uh Husbands and wives, when you're tempted to go at it with one another, Mm -hmm. In the sense of getting into strife or difficulty with one another, before you step into that flow, first ask yourself, what's the Word say about this? Because we have to put a stop to ourselves stepping into something when we know the Word tells us something differently. That's called the renewing of the mind. Um, is you you let the Word govern you instead of your emotions, instead of your feeling, instead Uh of being Uh hot-headed, an uncontrolled tongue, an uncontrolled mouth, Mm -hmm. letting words just loose. Mm -hmm. Um, This is all the process of the renewing of the mind. Feeding on the Word of God, that's the thoughts of God. Take them. It'll change your life. Amen. The way to cheat your life is to be born again but never learn to think like God. Mm. Learn to think like God. Amen. And that's a process. It will not happen overnight, but as you're consistently doing it, you can advance quickly spiritually. Amen. And life will get sweeter and sweeter and easier and easier. If life is a struggle, that's a greater invitation to change the way you think. Amen. Because changing the way you think will change everything. About how you live, yes. Amen. Yes. So we know this: that the devil seeks to hold us in the mental arena. Uh-huh. Uh, the mind is Satan's battleground, but we're spirit beings. We hold him in the spirit arena, yes. the faith arena. What's yes. that mean? We 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 consult here. Yes. We we look to our spirits first. We let our spirit lead us. We don't let our mind lead us. That's right, yeah. When your spirit is leading you, does that mean that your mind won't think something different? No, It, it sometimes the mind can be bombarded yes. and can really be turning over certain thoughts. Um, but you'd learn to put the mind down yes. and go with what your spirit's leading yes. you to do. Yes. That's
0: right.
1: Amen. Amen. So the devil, though, he seeks to hold us in the mental arena because that's his arena. Yes. He wants to try, he wants to trouble us in that mental arena. Worry is mental troubling. Right. Fear is mental troubling. Doubt is mental troubling. Panic and anxiety, all of these things are, are of the mental arena. But if we will fortify our spirits, feed our spirits, make our spirits stronger by feeding on the Word of God, praying in other tongues, also. Fortifies, builds up yes. our spirit yes. to make it stronger than our mind. Right. And then, when thoughts come that are not aligned with the word, answer them. Do yes. not let them in. You cannot outthink troubling thoughts. Right. You have to answer them, right. talk to them. Yes. You cannot, you can't get rid of thoughts with thoughts. Right. You get rid of thoughts by speaking words words from the Word of God. Amen. Amen. That's what tripped up Eve. Mm -hmm. She kept thinking about what was being said to her. Amen. Amen. She kept listening. The longer you listen to the wrong thing, Mm -hmm. the more apt you are to let that thing turn over and over in your thought life and take on that way of thinking. Yes. You, go. You're going, you can't keep the devil from talking to you. Nobody can keep the no. devil from talking to them. Right. Right. Nobody can, right. Right. but everybody can keep the devil out.
0: Yes. Yes. Right. Yes.
1: You can't keep someone from knocking on your door, but you can certainly keep from letting them in the house. That's right. That's the exact same thing. And just because someone comes and knocks on your door doesn't mean they have to stay on your property. Get them off. Amen. 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 And so this is where Eve missed it Mm -hmm. is first of all, she was around the tree. Her and Adam shouldn't have been around that tree. It's not even yours. Get away. Get away. 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 That was God's tree. But they kept listening to things about that tree. Um, Mm -hmm. And she listened and He got her. The serpent got her thinking about what he was saying. Don't even think about what the enemy suggests to you or threatens you with. You're going to hear it. But see, when the enemy when the enemy talks to you, it comes from outside against the mind. When God talks to you, it comes from your spirit up and and it floats up and enlightens your mind. How do you know if it's the devil or God? Well, is it troubling? What, what's that, what does it, what does it bring to you? Fear, doubt, um, troubling, or does it bring peace and joy? That's
0: good. That's true. You
1: see, mm-hmm. and you have to know what's, what's it in line with the word? Mm-hmm. What's the word say about that thought? Yeah. Is that in line with the word or is it against the word? Mm-hmm. So this is where Ad, uh, Adam and Eve missed it. Mm-hmm. Eve kept listening if you listen to the wrong thing long enough, it will start making sense to you. Now listen to me on that. If you listen wrong en- long enough to the wrong thing, it'll start making sense to you. Mental sense, not Bible sense. But the longer she listened to those wrong words, the more they made sense to her. So you have to guard your thought life. Yes. You have to guard your thought life. Yes. And then she opened the door by acting on that. So this is what Jesus was referring to that night when he spoke to me about Elisha. If he was to walk under a double portion of the anointing that was on a, upon Elijah, he could not be permissive. And um, he, he could not permit wrong thinking.
0: Right. Right. He
1: could not permit... Uh, his body to dominate him. Mm-hmm. He yes. could not permit his mind to take the lead of his life. Right. He yes. couldn't permit his body to take the lead of his life. Our spirit is to be in the lead. Yes.
0: Yes.
1: Our spirit is the master. Yes. Our mind is a servant and the body is the slave. Mm-hmm. Our, 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 our spirit is to take the lead. Our spirit yeah. is to call the shots. Yes. Our mind is to serve what we have in our spirit and our body as a slave is to carry it out. Amen. You tell that body what it's going to do. You don't ask the slave of your body. What do you want to do? You tell it, this is what we're going to do because your body will want to do wrong and take you wrong. So your spirit is to be the master over that body and the master over that mind. Amen. Well, let's go and, uh, recognize that the word tells us what to think on. So let's go to Philippians chapter four, verse eight. Philippians chapter four, verse eight. Before this, we were told in this passage, uh, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything Uh in verse six, Uh but then Paul goes on and he tells us how to keep out of wrong thinking, Mm -hmm. how to, how to keep the door closed to the enemy Mm -hmm. in our thought life. Philippians chapter four, verse eight says this. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Now, if you're thinking on the right thing and you fill your thoughts up with right things, thoughts, Mm -hmm. there won't be room for wrong ones to get in. Wrong ones will be offered you by the enemy. Mm -hmm. Know this, every thought that comes to you did not come from you. The enemy will suggest wrong thoughts. He will threaten the mind Mm -hmm. with troubling thoughts. Mm -hmm. But if you will keep your thoughts in line with this, what this verse tells, listen to all the qualifications a thought has to pass. Mm -hmm. It can't just be true. It's got to be also lovely. Lovely. Because there are some things that you can see that happen, maybe even in your life or in the life of someone else, it might be true that it happened, but it's not lovely. Then you can't think on it. Mm -hmm. It's got to meet every requirement of this verse. What are the requirements? True, honest, just, pure, lovely, of good report. Six things a thought has to pass before it's allowed in. Amen. Amen. Now, we must practice thinking right thoughts. If you practice thinking wrong thoughts, you're going to uh, open the door for more wrong thoughts. But right thinking is practiced. You don't arrive overnight. Mm -hmm. Can I say this? When you're driving down the road in your car, practice thinking right thoughts. Don't just let your mind wander and go off into any old thing it wants. Uh Touch into any old thing it wants Uh because it can lead you into something that's going to end up troubling you. Uh Pay attention to your thought life. I can't express that enough, but pay attention to your thought life. This is where a lot of people miss it. They don't pay attention as they ought to their Uh thought life. Uh What about this? Just while you're doing things that maybe chores or things that if I could say this don't require much mental activity, they're just right. physical things that that's you right. got to get done. Yeah. What are you thinking on at that time? Yeah, that's right. Practice thinking yeah. right thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Well, what are the right thoughts? Meditate on the word. Right. Yeah. Amen. Take a verse yeah. and feed it over and yeah. over and over on the inside of you. Spend that time worshiping God. Spend yeah. that time praising God. Yeah. Yeah. Give yourself the spiritual discipline of bringing your thought life. In line with the word. Amen. 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 If you don't assign your mind a thought, it will likely pick up a wrong one. Mm. Assign your mind what it's going to think on. Your spirit is to assign your mind, so to speak. Draw out of something of your spirit. Just start worshiping for some, maybe something He's done recently for you and you start worshiping God for it. On purpose, think of the right thing. On purpose, draw up the right thoughts. Draw on scriptures to meditate on. Uh Amen. Amen. Maybe something you read that morning that stands up to you out of, out of the Bible you were Uh reading on purpose, draw that back up and start meditating on it. Because if you don't put right thoughts in your, in your thought life on purpose, then wrong thoughts won't have trouble getting in. Amen. 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 Um, then not only that, we can't do this just by willpower. Mm -hmm. We need divine help. I said, we need divine help and we have divine help toward our thought life. The Holy Spirit is our helper. I said, the Holy Spirit is our helper and uh, we had divine help to help us think the right thoughts. You say, well, how, how, how does he help us? Well, think about this. Uh, Have you ever been going through something that's opposing you? And then you turn towards your heart and something a, a verse springs up yeah. Yeah. or the Holy Ghost reminds you of something. What's he doing? He's helping you. Yeah. He's helping yeah. you to put in place something that is going to um, end you up in the right place yeah. <laughs> instead of in the wrong way of thinking. Amen. Now, um, we have to learn to develop our spirits. Why? Because our spirit is to take the lead so that our, we don't allow our minds to take the lead or our bodies to take the lead. Yes. If we, b- Listen, before we were born again, you know what we practiced? Our minds and our bodies taking the lead. Mm-hmm. That's the practice we lived by yes. before we were born again. Right. Now we're empowered to have our spirit take the lead. Yes. Well, see, that's a whole shifting here, yes. right? Yes. That we, we practiced before we were born again, we would go to our mind and figure out, try to figure out an answer. Mm-hmm. Try to reason out, mentally calculate. Well, see, now we've got to shift that and say, no more do I go there first to my mind first, I'm going to go to my spirit first. Well, to be able to, um, if I could say this, have a rich supply in your spirit, you have to develop that spirit. You have to feed that spirit on the Word of God. Feed the Word into you. Develop your spirit, man. Don't leave your, your spirit man undeveloped because at a time of difficulty, a time of opposition, you need a strong spirit, not a weak spirit. Amen. 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 You say, well, what determines whether my spirit is strong or weak? Uh, what you've been feeding it and, and how it's been exercised, what you've been practicing. Um, there's a scripture in Proverbs, I don't have the reference in front of me, but the Amplified Classic of that says, the strong spirit of a man will sustain him in bodily weakness or pain. Now listen to that, a strong spirit, the strong spirit of a man. You say, well, every man's spirit is strong. Well, not, not, not strong on the word, no. But if, there, if a man can have a strong spirit, then he can have a weak spirit. So here it says, the strong spirit of a man will sustain him in bodily weakness or pain. What's that mean? Does that mean that we can expect to be in bodily weakness or pain? No, he's saying this. When bodily weakness or pain comes, if your spirit is strong, now you have a different place to draw out of, yes. out of other than your body. That's right. Now yes. you can draw out of that strong spirit and That's what's right. in your spirit, the Word of yes. God, the healing Word that will run out that pain and yes. run out that symptom and bring strength into the body. Yes. Does yes. that make sense? Yes. He's saying feed your spirit so that when something comes out here, the only place you're left, uh, you're not just left to fee- to draw on your body and your mind. Now you have a strong spirit to draw out of and that will bless your life. Yes. Amen. Amen. So we want to feed our spirit and have a strong spirit. Well, what do we do to have a strong spirit? Number one, feed it on the Word of God. Why? Because the Word of God is faith food for your spirit. Amen. It's faith food. Yes. Not only that, it will feed your spirit, but it, your mind also needs to be fed the word. Right. Amen. Right. Amen. Yes. Your mind yes. needs word thoughts. <laughs> yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. So, number one, to grow up spiritually, feed on the word
0: yes.
1: uh, and meditate on that word. Amen. If we could feeding on the word without meditating on it is not feeding on it. Right. To to just read through it and let it run like water through a pipe Mm -hmm. is not feeding on the word. That means you, as you, as you read that word and feed on it, you let it, you let it roll around on the inside of you. You think into it. You soak into it. You you let that, you let that, the thoughts of the word settle down Uh and you you let it get beyond the mind down into the spirit of man. Mm -hmm. Meditation, it moves the thoughts of the word, the reading of the word, from simply going in the mind and staying there. Yeah. Meditation drives it into your spirit. So good. So good. Now, see, um, good the the mind is the gateway to your spirit. Yeah. You, you, you pick up the Bible, you read it, it goes first into the mind, but then it's got to reach beyond the mind. It's got to go deeper into your spirit. Meditation is what drives that into your spirit. So you're not fed on the word until it reaches here, until yes. it reaches your spirit, man. Amen. Number two, act on that word. Yes. Be a doer of that word. Yes. Amen. 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 Respond to everything that Word says. Don't just read it and know what it says and then not do it. Respond to it. Obey the Word. Act it. And number three, fellowship with God in prayer. You get in the presence of God and your spirit will not come away away weaker for that. It will come away strengthened and fortified. Why? You can't be in the presence of God and it not affect the strength of your spirit. Amen. Amen. It says in Isaiah uh, that we can, in, when we, when we're in His presence, we exchange our strength for His. Right. So we exchange good. it for His, and we mount up with wings as eagles, so is what the word That's says. Right. Amen. Amen. Well, we've been teaching out of my book called The Price of the Double Portion Anointing. There's so much to say and there's so much good things we need to get hold of, amen? And so we invite you to get your copy. You can go to our website at jesusthehealer.org and you can purchase your copy today and we'll get it right out into your hands. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you.
0: To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In this book, The Price of the Double Portion Anointing, Nancy Dufresne gives clarity on how we are to walk successfully in this era. It instructs those in the ministry, but also brings instruction to every believer in helping them to fulfill the will of God for their lives. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Jesus the Healer Crusade in Fresno, California at Elite Event Venue located at 4105 West Fig Garden Drive, Fresno, California, 93722. The dates are March 25th through the 29th. For more information and to register, visit our website at defraignministries.org. Come expecting miracles.